Hello, everybody. This is Voice Entrepreneur with Ben Smith. Happy Tuesday to you. If you haven't already, please check out the Voice Entrepreneur Facebook group. We're on fire this week. Lots of interesting things going on within the group. We have new people. We are talking about voice skills. We are working on projects together. So coming soon. This is the big coming soon message. We will have a voice entrepreneur job board and project board, as well as a skill board so that we can start to cross promote each other's skills, uh, talk about our projects, hire people for voice technology jobs or look for jobs. It's, it's going to be fantastic. We really need tools for this community and they're on the way. So this was my big message. Stay tuned for that. They're coming. They're coming in the next week or so. So lots more to come there. Stay tuned. Okay. So today, you know, last night I got, I got one of these messages where if I get them, then I sort of just need to respond to them the next day. And I got one of those messages last night. Uh, it is from someone named Malau. And Malau asks, Ben, should I raise money for my voice skill? I have a chance to raise about 150000 from my family and a few friends of my dad. Is this a good idea? What should I think about? All right, Malau, thank you, first of all, for asking. Uh, if any of you have questions, you know where to find me. You can email me, bsmith at gmail.com. You can go to my website, bensmith.tv, and so forth. But Malau, thank you for asking. I think all of you know raising money and VC questions are my favorite. I just can't resist. So I can answer these types of questions all day. Keep them coming. Look, I think that this question, it's a tough question. Raising money is a really, really big deal. And I think young people, they address this much too nonchalantly. They just think it's fine to raise millions of dollars. And if it doesn't work out, eh, no big deal. Let's go to the next thing. But for me, I personally don't like owing anybody anything. I don't like owing anyone a slice of pizza. I don't like being in debt. And there is a seriousness when you raise money. There's a seriousness if you raise $5 or $150,000 or millions of dollars. Raising lots of money, especially from your family and friends, actually, that's a really serious deal. Friends and family, they don't forget. Friends and family will be with you for a long, long time. So once you accept this money, if you do, Malau, it's your duty to do everything you possibly can to make sure this money gets returned and used wisely. Please don't forget this. It's really, really important. There is a seriousness when you raise money, and I don't want you, I don't know how old you are. I don't know if you've done this before. You didn't include that sort of information in the question. But if this is your first time raising money, I want you to know that uh, there is an expectation that you are going to do everything you possibly can in your life to generate some sort of return of this money. All right, so that was my first disclaimer. We're going to take the money, money seriously. Now, here's the next one. When you start raising money, it's a great idea to use the funding as a way to plan your roadmap and your company milestones. So in this case, 
the question I would ask myself that you need to ask yourself is what will the $150,000 buy me? The best entrepreneurs I know, they're meticulously planning every single dollar and they're optimizing for the output. So perhaps this $150,000 that you're raising from your family and your dad's friends, maybe that will deliver you an estimated, I don't know, $75,000 a month in gross revenue this time around. Or maybe it generates 400,000 users or some sort of engagement statistic that's mind-blowing. But you need to figure out if that output will be interesting enough to raise another round of funding at that future time. So in other words, to be very, very simple, will your company be sexy enough once you've used this money that you're raising from your, from your dad and his friends? Will this be sexy enough to raise money again, and this time from more professional investors? All of the tier A VCs and big-time angels, they think this way. Will you be able to do a newer, bigger round of funding from the results of this round of funding? Will this 150K get you to the next time? And in this next time, will you be successful raising money? That's how investors think. So Malau, let's get down to brass tacks. How are you going to measure the success of your voice skill? Is it users? Is it revenue or orders or some sort of engagement? That's going to be the way we all measure. All of your investors, even your family and friends, they need and deserve to know how to measure. The obvious follow-up question then is, what are the baseline numbers or what numbers should I use as a goal? Now, that's a great question, Malau. That's the question I like when people ask me. I admit it's a little bit tricky to answer, and that's because voice, voice technology is brand new. We don't have a ton of public examples to easily draw from, but that's where talking to people matters. As I've always said, being an entrepreneur is about connecting and selling with people. This time, you need to do everything you can to find and search out all of the investors who are investing in AI and voice technology. You need to tell them about what you're doing, and you need to see if they can give you guidance on how they are investing in deals right now. Now, I know this sounds like hard work. This suddenly, suddenly this idea of raising money seems hard to most people. Wait a minute, I need to go out. I need to run a process. I need to talk to 50 different investors. Well, yeah, that's the hard work. Raising money is hard, hard work. But they, these investors, when you do that work, they're going to give you so much good information. They are also going to be the great connections for you that you will need when you eventually raise in the next round of funding. All right. Now, for me personally, if you're asking me as an investor, if I put my investor hat on, the major thing I look for is startups raising money that 
just simply understand this basic framework right now and understand how to track growth metrics. I want to know how they're planning their business against metrics. If that is there, then I can be more forgiving if the industry is incredibly nascent, much like voice technology, much like voice skills. Smalau, I hope that helps. Raise money, but take it seriously. Have a detailed plan that tracks metrics. Do your homework and meet the professional investors in your space and then track against your goals. Be careful raising. It creates a lot of pressure. You are going to be on the clock, especially if you increase your monthly burn. If you hire a few people, you start spending money regularly, it's regularly going out the door every two weeks, you're going to be on the clock. There's going to be so much pressure on that $150,000 to get results. So I'm biased. I always prefer not to raise money if at, humanly, if, if at all humanly possible. I find it's mostly used for most young entrepreneurs as validation that their idea is good. And that's a terrible way to raise money. I think I've talked about that before in an early episode. Don't use raising money as validation as a good idea for you or to prove that you're smart to your friends and to your family, to your dad. Don't let that be you. If possible, just do the work and ignore the money. If you can figure out how to grow without money, then don't raise. Please don't raise. But I get you might want to be the next Zuck. But just remember Zuck. Zuck measured and he did the work. So that's my update for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope that was a good answer to your question, Malau. Uh, good luck to you. Let me know. If you have more details, please send them on to me. I want to hear more about what you're doing. And best of luck to you and to everybody else. Uh, yeah, I'll be coming to all of you tomorrow.